This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Well, good morning. I'm Jim Lang, and welcome to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Well, Canada's top harness racing performers were honored last weekend, and I might add virtually this year, of course, when the O'Brien Awards, named after one of the country's all-time greatest standard-bred horsemen, Joel Bryan, they were handed out. Topping all Canadian harness drivers last year was Woodbine Mohawk Park regular Bob McClure, who in 2020 established a career high in purse earnings, steering the winners of just shy of $7.1 million, which also happened to be the best in the nation. On top of this, Bob visited the winner's circle 233 times last year in just his third full year of driving on the tough Woodbine Entertainment Circuit. And at the same time, establishing first call driving status with some of the top standard bred racing stables in the country. Shortly in today's show, we will learn more about this rising harness racing superstar, Bob McClure, and talk about his monumental racing season and find out what he intends to do for an encore in 2021. Also on today's show, and continuing with the topic of award winners, one person who is no stranger to awards is trainer Mark Cassie, who joins the show once again. Mark, who won his 12th leading training title at Woodbine in 2020 and went over the 3,000 mark in lifetime wins last year, has won the Sovereign Award for Outstanding Trainer in Canada a record 12 times, and he is a good bet to add number 13 at this year's awards. Mark is busily preparing for the upcoming thoroughbred season of racing at Woodbine while keeping a watchful eye on his horses currently training and racing at several other North America tracks. We will hear more from Mark Cassie shortly on Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. And finally, while he's back, my co-host Larry Simpson will once again try to sniff out some potential betting opportunities and provide a betting jam or two at some of North American racing tracks today in our Ponies Picks of the Day. It's going to be a great show. You better get your HPI and Dark Horse accounts ready to go for some heavy-duty betting action today. When we come back, my co-host Larry Simpson will join us as we catch up on some recent racing news on Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine Racetrack and Woodbine Mohawk Park and Ontario Racing. More from the track when we come back on 105.9 The Region. Go from dark horse to winner. Dark Horse is Woodbine's new easy-to-use betting app that brings the thrill of the track right to you. Its AI-powered insights and strategies help you make smarter bets straight out of the gate. Feel the excitement of live-streamed horse races wherever you go. Get $30 to start betting when you sign up today using promo code GET30. Download the app for free at PlayDarkHorse.com. Available on Android and Apple devices. Lymphoma Canada and Ponies 24-7 recommend that you don't horse around with lymphoma. Lymphoma affects the lymphatic system of both horses and humans, and currently there are over 100,000 Canadians living with the disease. Lymphoma is also the most common cancer diagnosis for adolescents and young adults. Visit lymphoma.ca slash ponies to donate to the Don't Horse Around with Lymphoma campaign. With your help, we can promote early detection, assist newly diagnosed patients, and support lymphoma research. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Welcome back to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. I'm Jim Lang, and let me introduce to you my co-host and the expert in all things ponies and horse racing in North America, Larry Simpson. Larry, how are you? I'm doing okay. How about you? Good. Uh, pretty exciting for horse racing fans. Uh, late in January, finally, Woodbine Entertainment unveiling the stake schedule 
for 2021. And for horse racing fans and looking at just the um, the enormity of some of the races and the size of some of the purses, it really gets you excited and whets your appetite for what could be a great horse racing season with Woodbine. Well, there's going to be 87 stakes races at Woodbine this year and $16.5 million in purses. So that's, uh, that's, that's big, big money. Yeah, that's big, big money. money. Yeah. Big money is right. And I think one of the other interesting things is uh, one of my favorites is the Patterson Canadian International. It's the race that Secretariat is famous for winning in the, you know, in the dark. You know, years and years and years ago, because it was uh, you know uh, later in the year and the you know time change and that. So, but uh, it's going to be Saturday, September 18th, and it's also going to be on the same day as the uh, Rico Woodbine Miles. So, well, like, I, I think you you said it. The Patterson has historically featured not just some great races, some great horses. So, for a horse racing fan, uh, I'm a big fan of late summer, early fall, great weather, not too hot. I think conditions would be great. And that's, I mean, and then, you know, fingers crossed if the vaccines are being distributed as we hope through the spring and summer, you could have fans in the stands for what could be a tremendous day of racing. Exactly. And it's a great follow up to the, the Queen's Plate, and uh, which is uh, just a few weeks before that. So, you know, it's going to be an interesting summer fall. And like, as we say, fingers crossed, hopefully uh, we can have fans in the stands and get everybody to enjoy the experience of uh, live horse racing again. Well, that's the 18th, and then four days before, and the Tuesday is the Prince of Wales Stakes at Fort Erie. So, I mean, that whole week. Exactly. You, you can overdose on horse racing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, it, it adds up to a lot of great races, a lot of big money. Um, it's just a sign that people are they're at the starting gate. The fans, the trainers, the horses, the riders, and everyone involved with the horse racing industry in the province are just waiting for that green light from Lisa McLeod and Doug Ford and all the health officials that it's okay and let them get back to doing what they do best. Exactly. Let's get back to racing and enjoying the racing and cashing a few bets. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> well, one person we are all sure who will be highly visible in most of these stakes races for the Woodbine 2021 season is Woodbine's 2020 leading trainer, the well-known Mark Cassie. Mark, welcome to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Uh, thanks for having me. Well, it's a pleasure. I mean, you look at the stakes races schedule, especially as we get into a very busy September, your wheels already must be turning about just getting everything ready and how the season's going to unfold for you. Um, yeah, I, we're always, you know, from the time we shut down to the time we start, we're always focusing and kind of strategizing for, you know, Woodbine and, and obviously the stake program. How many horses are you anticipating shipping to Woodbine this uh, year, Mark? We'll keep in the neighborhood of when we're when we're at full tilt um, between that Woodbine and the training center. Oh, a hundred, hundred and twenty. You know, I, I think about what you do and your your record of excellence, Mark. And it's not unlike it's just like another athlete who's good year after year. You 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 hear these stories like Tom Brady and LeBron James and others. And they seem to work harder the longer they're in it to stay at it. Is that what you find you're doing? You're, you're almost working harder now than you did 10 years ago to stay at the top? Oh, definitely. You know, definitely. My, um, I can tell you this. I, I used to be a pretty good golfer. <laughs> <laughs> that went out. <laughs> you know, uh, that went out a long time ago. But I always wondered when you see these franchises that, you know, win year after year, like when the Yankees, you know, were so strong and, and, 
and uh, the Lakers and, you know, different teams. And I always wonder what motivated them. And, and um, after winning our first Sovereign Award, I wanted to win our second Sovereign Award. And after winning the second one, you want to win the third one. So what drives you is now is not to fail. And, and so you always are, are, have to do things. I, I, uh, Lee Iacocca, he was, I think, with Chrysler, said if you stand still, you get run over. I almost feel like I work harder each, each year. I'm supposed to be working less, but it doesn't work that way. You've had great success at, at Woodbine, and I'm at, I've actually been following you at Turfway, and you're having some good success there. Both of them have the Tapita surface. Uh, do you train a horse differently for the Tapita surface than you would for a dirt track? Not really. Um, I think probably the reason you're seeing that success is, um, you know, I, I did bring horses there that I knew did like the Tapita. It's always been a little tough at the end of Woodbine in that there's very few horses, or if they are going to transfer their form from Tapita to dirt, it takes them a while. So we've always had to kind of stop on them with the, with Turfway getting, you know, their purses. They were supposed to even be bigger and stronger than they are, but, you know, as in many states, and, and we all know about it in Toronto in our province, uh, you know, their government gets involved and there's things changing. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on in Kentucky. And um, so the purses aren't quite as big as they were supposed to be, but they're still decent enough that it makes sense to, uh, you know, continue to some of these horses running. So that's what you're seeing. Uh, these horses have have some synthetic form, and it's one of the reasons why I sent them to Turfway. You start looking ahead to your great stable, Mark, and do you have a few horses you keep an eye on that have potential to do good things this year? Well, I, I mean, I hope I have a few. Um, right now we have a horse called Ride a Comet that uh, – with the Woodbine fans got to see him in the latter part of last year. And he's he's very dear and special to me because he was an extremely good three-year-old and he, he had an injury that will mostly career, a lot of times it's career ending. Um, he had an injury. We gave him a year off and he had a similar type injury on the same leg, but in a different spot. And we gave him another year off and he made his first start at Woodbine um, off of, I think, 26-month layoff, and he won very impressively. And then he came back, and um, he won the stake and beat uh, Pink, Pink Lloyd, and he just won the stake at Gulfstream, and he's been invited to Dubai. <clears throat> I'm not sure whether we're going to take him to Dubai yet, but um, so he's a horse that we um, we're excited to see run. Um, we've got Gretzky the Great cranking up. We're going to look at possibly giving him a start on the dirt. And then I've got another Canadian bred filly, filly called Curlin's Catch. Yeah, we have a lot of young youngsters and hopefully some stars. We had a horse win the other day called Soup and Sandwich. Yeah, he could possibly, there's still a lot of, of questions, but he could possibly be a derby horse. How many actually uh, strings of horses do you have racing? Like, I know you've got Woodbine, you, and then, well, you've got Turfway now, and you're racing at, at fairgrounds and uh, uh, right. several other... We have three. We, yeah, we have three. Um, normally, we have four, but we, we, uh, 
We left New York this winter. Um, the plan is to go back there in the spring, but um, uh, we have probably, you know, for us, this is kind of a, we have fewer horses at the racetrack than we normally do. So, uh, but the horses have been running well. I think, uh, as you said, turf lace done well. Uh, fairgrounds, we've struggled a little at fairgrounds, but in fairness to them, we did sneak off on Sunday down to Sam Houston and win the $200,000 race there with a horse called Pelosi. And then Woodbine, I mean, Gostring's doing very well, too. You know, Gostring's extremely tough. You'll see where there's a lot of the top trainers and can't hardly win a race there, and it's tough. But uh, we, we're, we're holding our own there. When you're full tilt with, with your stable, uh, like how many horses would you have in training at that one particular time? Around 150. I hope you have a good assistant to keep track of 150 horses at any one time. Yeah, we, in most spots we have two in each division, so 10 key people. I've been very fortunate um, over the years. I've been doing this 40 years. I have probably 10 or 12 team players that have been with, with me for over 25 years. And I, I would think, Mark, at, at that point, you have a ton of trust in them to, to do what you need to do and execute your game plan. Well, they know, you know, they understand. I mean, when you've been with somebody um, for as long as we've been together, they understand the goals. They understand what I, the likes and, and what I don't like. I tell owners a lot of times when I get a new owner, uh, you know, we're dating for the first time. I don't know whether you want me to hold your hand, whether you want me to <laughs> hug you, kiss you. So, and I think the same happens, especially with your key people. Um, they know what you like. They know what you don't like. Um, you know, David Adams, who has been with me uh, 25 years in Toronto, he is my he is my main guy there in Toronto, and uh, he knows. You know, he knows what I like. He knows what I don't like. He's not afraid when he makes a mistake to tell me. Uh, and I'm not afraid to give them a little help for it. But, uh, you know, uh, we get along great. They know I'm a pretty easygoing guy, so uh, I, I kind of let them do their jobs. You love it. You're good at it. And you're just you're excited for a year to come. Hopefully it's a very successful year and all your horses. And we'll definitely keep an eye on horses like Soup and Sandwich and Ride a Comet. Mark, thank you so much for joining us and all the best. Okay. You guys have a great day. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. When we come back, standard bread driver Bob McClure joins us on Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Brought to you by Woodbine Racetrack and Woodbine Mohawk Park and Ontario Racing. Follow us on Twitter at 1059theregion. We'll be right back. Enjoy the thrill of the race anytime with HPIBet.com, the number one app for experienced horse players. Join for free and watch and wager when you can't bet at the track. Stream live racing from over 450 tracks from around the world. Bet with ease from anywhere. It's safe and secure. Sign up today and get one month free live race streaming. Plus, for a limited time, get a $100 bonus and your first bet is on us. Go to HPIBet.com to join for free today. COSA, the Central Ontario Standard Bread Association, proudly serving Ontario horse people. COSA, helping to ensure and support a collaborative and vibrant harness racing industry based on integrity and accountability. For more information, please visit the COSA website at cosaonline.com or call 905-854-2672. This is 105.9 The Region. 
Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Welcome back to the show. I'm Jim Lang with Larry Simpson. Three years ago, harness driver Bob McClure arrived in the Woodbine Mohawk Park scene on a full-time basis, and now he's coming off a career season good enough to be named Canada's harness driver at the recent O'Brien Awards. Bob, welcome to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. You can follow him on Twitter, Bob McClure, too. Bob, how are you? I'm good. It's a, it's quite an accomplishment with the wins and the money and the earnings. Obviously, it didn't just happen overnight. At what point in your career did you think that you were getting to the point that you could have this kind of year you just enjoyed? I never expected the last three years. It's uh, snowballed pretty good, and every year um, I kind of just uh, hope to repeat and last uh, three years it just seems to exceed expectations every time horse racing was in the genes for you wasn't it yeah it was uh, my family's been pretty tied into the industry uh, ever since i was born and uh, i'm the only one out of this generation that's gotten into it so uh kind of holding the fork down i guess there was no question in your mind you were going to be a harness driver none whatsoever no it was pretty uh pretty pointed and driven towards that since I was very young growing up on the farm and uh, there was no interest in training, owning, grooming, black something. It was just driving. What was it that prompted you to make the decision to move to uh, Woodbine Mohawk Park on a full-time basis? I was driving seven nights a week at the, you know, the lower circuit mm-hmm. and I was leading the nation in wins two years in a row and it was in the back of my mind and I thought I'd just just because I needed a break and I wanted more time with my uh, wife and my newborn at the time. And um, I, it actually all came to a head when uh, another driver told the trainer that uh, uh, he shouldn't be listing me because I was just a B-track driver. So <laughs> that, was, uh, that was the final shove. And I, I, I think I disappointed him in doing so. After a year like this, I would think, and one would think, and the listeners would think, that a lot of the major racing stables are knocking down your door. Have you noticed a big difference over the last few months after everything that's happened to you? No, not really. I was pretty fortunate last year. Um, I, I drove for a lot of the top barns. Uh, I was extremely fortunate. Uh, every single uh division seemed to have uh i had a contender so um no i i don't think uh i could ask for much more horsepower than i had this past year i was uh, the go-to guy for most of the top stables uh or well a few of the top stables in canada and a couple american stables that came up so bob you and scott young who we had on a couple of uh months ago i guess on the show you're part of a, a social media company now, uh, FHR Sports Management, which is fans of horse racing. What does this involvement uh, entail, and what's the response been like so far? I think it's a breath of fresh air that um, I do think uh, marketing drivers, as a, well, I mean, the horse is a show, but I think it's intriguing to a lot of people, you know, having the drivers and getting their personalities and such things such as that and i've had a lot of people come out to me and ask me like uh, you know well what is it what's the fans of bob mcclure what's the fans of scott young did you guys make those i said no we were had an outside company do it and i think it's only going to expand from there into uh even bigger things maybe some more advertising and uh, any little bit helps for the industry so let's get to know you, Bob. Do you, when you're on a busy night at the track, you have a number of races. Are you listening to music to relax between races? What do you do? Well, you don't get much time. Uh, and 
for the most part, you get off the bike, you, you move on to the next race, and you go to the program, you start researching, and uh, you kind of get dialed into that race, and you take a one race at a time. There has to be one memorable race in your mind, though, eh, that you can keep coming back to and say, yeah, that, that was when I made it. Well, the Hamiltonian last year, that's the biggest race in the world. And uh, to go down there with Canadian connections, uh, in recent years, the Canadians have a lot, had quite a bit of success at it. But uh, before then, it was a mostly American-dominated uh, uh, stake race. And me and my top barn down there, or up here, uh, Luke Blay, we went down. We are a long shot, and uh, we won the million-dollar Hamiltonian. And it, it just doesn't get any higher than that. So I'd, I'd say that race. Well, like anyone else, I mean, horse racing's on pause with the provincial stay-at-home orders. What, what are you doing with your spare time now? Oh, not not a whole lot. Spending, <laughs> getting lots of quality time with my family. My like I said, my son's five years old, and we got a we got a ten acre piece of property here. So uh, he, he, we get lots of time outside, and you know a lot of cutting trees. And I tow him around on the four wheeler and on his toboggan and stuff like that. That's about all you can do because uh, outside of that, we're pretty restricted right now. When we do get back racing, though, have you got any goals set for this year? No, I, I'm not really one for setting goals. I think it would be pretty tough to set a goal uh, this year because we've already missed a considerable chunk of uh, mm-hmm. the season and no telling how much we'll have missed by the time we get back. I, I just take it a day at a time and try and represent the trainers and owners of Drive for as best I can. If I can come close to what I've done the last couple of years, I'll be happy. I mean, obviously everyone knows you in the Ontario racing circuit across Canada. You're getting the sense that people across the... U.S. Harness Racing Circus are getting to know Bob McClure and what you're all about now? I think so, but I think the top Canadian drivers have always had a sort of amount of uh, respect from the Americans. I mean, Jody Jameson, Mark McDonald, Scott Deeron, all them. Uh, I mean, Mark and Scott, they, they went down there and they became, for a while, the top 10 drivers. So, you know, it definitely cracked the top 10. And, um, Jody Jameson, he's won every big race there is to win. So I think there was a certain amount of respect for the Canadian drivers calling me as it was. But definitely now I'd say, um, you know, when they're coming up here, uh, I'm getting a lot of work from them anyway. And I think when you're talking about respect, you had, I guess, the opportunity or the advantage of having uh, trailblazers like John Campbell and Ronnie Waples and Bill O'Donnell that kind of opened the doors for Canadian harness racing for the drivers. So, you know, with their uh, driving uh, feats at, at the Meadowlands and that, correct? Yeah, I'd say so. But, I mean, every generation, it elapses, I'd say. And uh, the trainers that were using them, they... Uh, they moved on and retired, so a whole uh, new generation. And I would say uh, the biggest help to me was probably the Jody Jamesons, Mark McDonald's, and the Scott Zeron's, the ones that went down there, uh, and they were close to the same age as me at least, and showed that, you know, it's uh, it's a tough driving circuit here. Check it out. Fans of horse racing, it's a great Twitter feed along with Bob McClure too. Bob McClure, 
one of the top harness drivers in the North America, not just in Canada, and an award winner. Thank you so much for joining us at Ponies 24-7, Bob. Greatly appreciate it, and all the best this year. My pleasure. After the break, Larry Simpson looks at some horse racing action today around North America and hopefully provides you a successful betting nugget or two. So make sure that your Dark Horse app and HBI accounts are ready to work overtime today. Stay with us for Larry's Ponies Picks of the Day. Next. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine Racetrack and Woodbine Mohawk Park and Ontario Racing. Listen live at 1059theregion.com. Go from Dark Horse to winner. Dark Horse is Woodbine's new easy-to-use betting app that brings the fill of the track right to you. Its AI-powered insights and strategies help you make smarter bets straight out of the gate. Feel the excitement of live-streamed horse races wherever you go. Get $30 to start betting when you sign up today using promo code GET30. Download the app for free at PlayDarkHorse.com. Available on Android and Apple devices. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Alrighty then, before we wrap up our show in the Super Bowl weekend, of course, what would Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, be without a couple of possible betting opportunities and a possible betting gems? Larry giving us his Ponies Picks of the Day. Get your HPI and Dark Horse accounts ready. Larry, take it away. I'm going to try, but I was the one that predicted the Bills would win the Super Bowl, so I don't know. <laughs> you're, not, you're not alone in that, Larry. I'm not alone, but it, there's always next year, right? And that's the, you know, you're, you're only as good as your last bet. And, they are and an up-and-coming team, though. We'll give them credit. They are, and uh, hopefully, fingers crossed, next year is their year. But, okay, let's get back to horse racing. Uh, let's look at Gulfstream Race 10 today. It's a maiden special weight. It's one mile in the dirt. The number one horse, courageously... That name might sound familiar. It's a Mark Cassie trained oh. uh, horse, and and uh, we just actually had Mark on the he has show. He's 150 horses. It's tough to keep track sometimes. <laughs> but he was actually this horse was actually my selection on the turf a couple of weeks back, and he was, this horse actually was very re- reluctant to go into the gate. And hmm. uh, once the uh, the gate sprung open, he did go to the front, and and he raced well and uh, led until the final eighth. But uh, today they've moved him to the dirt. And I think the speed that he showed, turf to dirt, is a very good angle. He's got the rail post. He should be able to utilize that speed. And I think he should be uh, right there at the wire. So let's look at Gulfstream race uh, number 10, number one, courageously. Okay. Uh, Tampa Bay Downs has several stakes races today, including race 11, which is the $250,000 Sam Davis stakes, which is a Kentucky Derby points qualifier. So it's one and one sixteenth on the dirt, a very competitive field. I'm going to take a chance with number nine, Candyman Rocket, who's 10 to 1 in the uh, morning line. I don't usually play a horse that goes directly into a stakes race after just breaking its maiden, but in the case of uh, Candyman Rocket, I'm going to make a bit of an exception. Uh, This horse uh, literally blew the opposition away in one by nine and a quarter lengths uh, when he broke his maiden. And he's bred for the distance. Uh, he won in a good time. He's got a good speed rating from that race. He's trained by Hall of Famer trainer Bill Mott. If this horse isn't ready to go into the stakes race, I don't think Bill would put the horse in there. So race 11, uh, Tampa Bay, the Sam Davis Stakes, number nine, Candyman Rocket. We always have a play at Santa Anita for our, our, our late betters. Uh, race two, number eight, Ivy League. This is a maiden special weight, uh, one and an eighth mile on the turf. This horse, is, you could say, has been knocking on the door. Ah, very nice. <laughs> nice. And uh, <laughs> has had four seconds 
in five races. Oh. Um, uh, her last actually was her best, uh, and uh, it was her first on Lasix. She actually had the lead halfway down the stretch, and she got bumped and uh, kind of knocked off stride a bit. Finished second. The inquiry went up, but they left the eventual winner uh, up. I watched the race, and I, I kind of begged to differ, but today may be the day for Ivy League. So Santa Anita, race two, number eight. Ivy League. Well, no, whether it's Woodbine or Gulfstream or Santa Anita or Tampa, we should pay a tribute. You'd mentioned horse reluctant to get in the gates. Those handlers do a tremendous job getting those horses in the gates on those thoroughbred tracks. They do, and, and they take their life in their hands, and you see them, they bring the horse in in the gate, and they're they're standing in front of the gate, and then they jump up on top to get out of the way, <laughs> and then they're holding on to the horse, and... Uh, you know, so uh, yeah, they it, they uh, they need uh, a lot of credit. I, I always think about that, and we're not talking about a small animal and a thoroughbred's getting to those gates, and it's not it's agitated and doesn't want to be there, and they are inches away. Exactly, exactly, and 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 that's the thing. You got to uh, part of it is like with this horse uh, we were talking about earlier, Mark Cassie's horse. Mm-hmm. That horse was reluctant to get in the gate that day. Yeah, we'll say in the racing form that it was reluctant to go into the gate, but. That's sometimes where you have to watch closely and, and just see if the horse was agitated a little bit. And sometimes, you know, if they're agitated and, and they don't want to go in the gate, then when the gate opens, they fly out of there and, and they burn off a lot of energy in that. So, um, But as you say, the, the handlers, they, the, they deserve the tip of the chapeau. Uh, well, very nice. They said, well, thank you for joining <laughs> us for this edition of Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. As always, just a reminder, if you'd like to receive a free digital copy of the latest Ponies 24-7 magazine, email Larry Simpson at theponies247experience at gmail.com. And don't forget about the Ponies 24-7 Lymphoma Canada campaign. Don't horse around with lymphoma. For more information on this, go to the landing page, lymphoma.ca slash ponies. Stick around, 105.9 of the region all week long. The legend, Ann Romer, with the feed, York Region's only magazine show, is up next. I'll be back Monday morning. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Enjoy your betting with Dark Horse and HPI. We'll see you soon. Thanks a lot. Thanks for listening. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine with Jim Lang and Larry Simpson, has been brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Tune in next Saturday morning at 8.30 for more on the world of horse racing. This is 105.9 The Region.